Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited-time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited-time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hello, America, and happy Wednesday. We've got a very busy day for us today. we got two members of Congress back-to-back, both with very powerful stories to tell. We're going to kick the day off with Congressman Andy Biggs. He's a member of the House Freedom Caucus, former head of the caucus. He is working on all sorts of important items in his subcommittee on judiciary, which is focused on privacy. You're going to see throughout the course of this conversation the next hour, we're going to be talking about threats to civil liberties and privacies that you probably haven't heard of before. We're going to really dig in them. So buckle your seatbelt. This is important stuff. So Andy Biggs is going to kick us off at the top of the hour. And then Congressman Warren Davidson from the great state of Ohio is going to join us. He has some really important new information. Sometimes we see something in Washington and it looks great, but like the old bear commercial, tastes great, less filling. We're learning that the Restrict Act, which was a law that Mark Warner, Democratic Senator and Chairman of the House Senate Intelligence Committee, introduced to get rid of TikTok has a lot of other provisions in it, which, by the way, have nothing to do with TikTok or the threat that China poses, but have a lot to do with thwarting your ability to protect your privacy through VPN connections and your software, through techniques that you may use to want to protect yourself. And it gives the government a lot more ability to look at you and then also to hide from you what they may have looked at putting restrictions on the Freedom of Information Act, for instance. That is important stuff. And we want to make sure today that we get a little bit into that. Congressman Davidson is going to walk us through all of those very, very important revelations that we're getting. It's going to be an eye-opener for you. I don't think you're ready for this, but when when we're done, you're going to say, wait a second, I thought this was just about TikTok. And its answer is, uh, it's a lot more than just about TikTok. And I think that's a really, really important dynamic we have to watch. There are things being passed in the name of something that really do a lot more. People Christmas tree them up, as they call it. They throw the Christmas tree inside legislation that has one purpose, and all of a sudden it has 54 purposes, and that's what's going on with the Restrict Act. Lots of members worried about that. Andy Biggs is also worried about it. I'm sure we'll get to both congressmen and ask him about that as quickly as we can. There's a lot of news going on today as well, and so I want to get you up to speed on the news of the day. Hunter Biden, we're getting more and more transactional records. Senator Johnson said a Chinese-based bank 
provided records to congressional and House investigators. A lot of news is going on that front. We're going to get up to speed on that later in the week. I think we have Senator Johnson coming on the show, so I'm pretty excited to have a conversation about that. Senator Tim Scott, South Carolina Republican, the only black senator in the United States Senate, a man who is not afraid to talk about race, about the Democrats' efforts to weaponize race, to turn our country against itself from the inside out. He launched an exploratory committee. He's in the 2024 presidential race. He did it at an old Civil War monument, the location of the Battle of the Monitor and the Merrimack, which was really the kickoff of the Civil War. Tim Scott, not afraid to raise issue and to dispute that America has a race issue today like it had during the Civil War. Very different. He calls it out. His campaign will be very fascinating to watch in what is increasingly becoming a very crowded field on the Republican side. Keeping in mind, a crowded Republican field is exactly what Donald Trump wants. If the field's crowded with his base, it's very easy for him to win the nomination. Right now, looks like it's going to be easy for the nomination no matter who's in there because the polling has really tipped his way. It was tipping his way all through December, January, and February with his return to substance, all of these policy speeches and these videos he's been doing. But now it's really tipping in because there's a sympathy factor after the indictment from Alvin Bragg. You see that Donald Trump rising, all the other Republicans, including Ron DeSantis, falling down a little bit. Now, these dynamics are early. They're going to change several times. Every election is a roller coaster. But a crowded field under every circumstance I've talked to with every well-known political strategist, well-known pollster said a crowded field benefits Donald Trump. And uh, boy, the field just keeps getting more and more crowded. John Bolton, you heard yesterday say, I might get in soon. Mike Pompeo is expected to get in soon. You've got Nikki Haley already in. You got Vivek Ramaswamy in. Lots and lots of big names coming in. And it's getting to be a super crowded field. We think Mike Pence will be in. It is a big, big field. And that's something that Donald Trump wanted. In fact, when Nikki Haley expanded the field to two, Donald Trump made a very gracious welcome to her. But he had a funny line, which is, the more the merrier. He meant that because politically it benefits him as well. One other one, because we keep talking about this. And as you know, I care about the environment a lot. I've got an outdoor property I'm very proud of. I spend most of my time when I'm not behind a computer writing stories or doing television or, or doing this great podcast. I spend most of my time outdoors. My whole family loves the outdoors. We care about the environment. We see pollution. We see the effects of climate and other things. We want to have a good healthy environment like Ronald Reagan left us, like Teddy Roosevelt left us with the parks. But there are some things going on in the democratic world that are more about enriching democratic donors than they are about improving the environment, or at least about improving the environment in a realistic way, meaning we don't break the bank of everyday Americans in the name of making some company that makes electric vehicles richer. But I want to point this development out because it is the most sweeping regulatory strike ever proposed by the EPA. Today, the EPA, Joe Biden's EPA, announced that it would require, effectively require 67% of all new passenger vehicles sold in the U.S. by 2032 to be zero emissions, a la the only zero emissions we have right now are electric vehicles. So a gigantic giveaway to the electric vehicle business, the EV sales world. And that's where a lot of liberals are invested. A lot of liberal donors come from the industry. But more importantly, there is a bigger issue. Electric vehicles are way more expensive than regular cars or even hybrid cars. 
and gasoline is getting more expensive because of the restrictions. Every action that Joe Biden is taking in the name of the environment is coming out of the everyday American's pocketbook. Electricity rates in Connecticut and California skyrocketing. They're some of the early adopters of the Joe Biden-like strategies. Joe Biden wanted to take those strategies, move them elsewhere. I had a bill at an electric a property I owned in Connecticut. It doubled in electrical prices in January. Doubled. I don't even use it and it doubled. It's absolutely crazy. California's got the brownouts. It's got the chronic increases in electricity rates. A lot, a lot of red flashing signs on this. And now you're going to have EV sales being a primary focus of the market by 2032. The market doesn't seem to be ready for that. Why is that? The price points aren't what most Americans can afford. So that's the first piece of it. The second piece of it is the grid is not ready. Joe Biden's own energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm, many of his advisors have said publicly, we're two, maybe three decades away from having a grid to have a majority electric vehicle future in America. So, hey, maybe one day I would like to own an electric vehicle, but will the grid support it? Will it take it down? You heard Tim Stewart, the U.S. Oil and Gas Association guy, tell you what happened when he bought his vehicle. He tried to plug it in. It was taking the neighborhood down. He had to do it under certain hours of the day. That's not convenient. That's not realistic. If you're going to overpay for a vehicle and you can't charge it or use it when you want because of all of the limitations of the marketplace, that is a not a market-driven economy solution. So a lot of people are worried about this rule today. Let me just give you the disconnect of what we're learning. So EPA does this. Joe Biden does this. The far left, progressive, green, New Deal Democrats, oh, they're jumping up for joy, right? But here's what most Americans will say. There was a poll out today. The vast majority of Americans don't intend to buy an electric vehicle anytime, and some don't have any plans ever to do it. 47% don't seem to have plans ever to do it, and far more than that don't intend to do it in the near future. Why? Too expensive, too inconvenient. The economy, the charging stations, they're not there yet. Now, I don't want to criticize anyone to go get the electric vehicle. Hey, if you can do it, and your neighborhood grid can support it, go do it. But right now, there are millions of Americans that will be squeezed out of the vehicle market under this current approach. And that's just not going to be good. Those are the same Americans paying more for gas, more for eggs, more for everyday electricity in at least the blue states where it is. They're enduring the higher crime in the blue cities. They're feeling the brunt of the liberal agenda. And it is essential that Americans understand what this new regulation does. Addison Smith, one of my good colleagues here, he's got a big story coming out tomorrow. Check that out. We'll explain it. And we'll also highlight some of the benefactors, beneficiaries of the Joe Biden clean energy regulations. A lot of them are big ideological supporters of the Democratic Party or ideological donors. That needs to be on the table so people can evaluate it. All right, folks, that's all the headlines for today. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, first up, Congressman Andy Biggs from the great state of Arizona, followed by Congressman Warren Davidson. You're going to definitely want to hang around for Congressman Davidson. His analysis of the Restrict Act, the TikTok bill that the Senate has come up with, red flags. Again, nothing wrong with the efforts to restrain or get rid of TikTok from the marketplace that people understand that's bipartisan. It's the other provisions in this bill that aren't being talked about. Warren Davidson's going to put a flashlight on it in the second half. Get up to speed on that. These are serious civil liberty protection threats, and that's what we want to educate you on today. All right, we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with Congressman Andy Biggs right after this. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating 
your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash just news to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hey, folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As I mentioned at the top of the hour, so many extraordinary issues of oversight and accountability emerging in Washington. I don't even know where to start. But our next guest, he sits on two of the most important committees when it comes to those issues. Congressman Andy Biggs from the great state of Arizona is on both the House Judiciary and the House Oversight Committees. And he chairs one of the most important subcommittees in House Judiciary about that governs and looks over our privacy. Joining us right now, Congressman Biggs. Congressman, great to have you on the show. John, it's always good to be with you. Thanks for all the work you do. I mean, you put out such great information. Your team, uh, really, really, people should, I hope people are following what you're doing because you really give great info out there that some place you can't really get uh, in some places. Well, thank you. That means a lot coming from you. And yet there's so much to cover, as you know, these days. It's like a kid in a candy store when it comes to trying to highlight things our government has gone astray on. I want to start with something that I think a lot of people are beginning to understand how significant it is. We saw a Pentagon that in the first two years of the Joe Biden administration fumbled the Afghan exit and then spent a lot of time on things unrelated to military and security, pronouns and critical race theory and transgender issues. 
And apparently uh, keeping an eye on closely held classified secrets wasn't one of their top priorities because we've had this massive leak of documents that are very contemporaneous, very recent, very embarrassing to our allies. Just want to get your top line take about, one, how big a breach this may be, and two, whether the, the leadership of the Pentagon is really doing its job. Well, let's start with the second one first, uh, whether the leadership at the Pentagon's really doing its job. I, I am highly critical of uh, the Department of uh, the Secretary of Defense, um, Austin. I think he's uh, I think he's in way over his head. I think General Milley has gone totally woke. And I think the Pentagon has uh, misplaced all of its priorities. And they're making us uh, less prepared, less less ready. Um, and, uh, and, and more jeopardy, we're, we're at more risk than, than we should be. But then when we get to the, this, um, this leak that's out there, um, they're, they're basically having trouble, um, acknowledging uh, the leak. They, they're, they're trying to say it's, it may not be real. Be careful what you read into it. But, but in, re- but in reality, John, um, it, it the stuff that's coming out in that leak is you know i think is probably is is independently verifiable from uh just public reporting in some places and it's it to me it shows just the ineptness of this administration yeah it really has become a symbol and we know from the allies reaction that some of these things are true because they've been confirmed by allies overseas so the spin job may not be that effective for very long I think in this release, and this is something you've so eloquently talked about in the past, there is a diminishment among our allies and how they look at the United States. They don't see the leadership. And then, of course, our adversaries seem like this is a great time to just bowl over the United States. Let's go bowl over Saudi Arabia. Let's go bowl over Iran. It seems as though the moment of American supremacy on the global stage has really declined very, very quickly under this president, very different from where we were under President Trump. Is there any way for Congress to stem the tide until the next presidential election? Uh, uh, well, there there are ways, there are things that we can do, um, but most of those are going to involve uh, both houses. And so uh, I always say that our first and most important check is the is the budget. That's what the founders gave to us as a check on the executive and judiciary branches. So so we could go in and uh, redirect funding, uh, reduce funding in certain areas, beef up funding where we think is important. But you would have to have uh, not only the Senate join us, but you'd have to have the White House and the Senate being controlled by the Democrats. They they're in denial, um, and they they say this doesn't you know these things that you see are not really happening. It's, don't believe your eyes. But the problem the problem is John, what you just described, it is that that uh, we've we've basically relit Iran as the Mid East power by our feckless uh, policy and by restoring money to them. The Saudis um, don't trust us. Uh, and probably rightly so. We're in, we're in the quagmire in Syria where we don't dare leave. Turkey, uh, another uh, embarrassment, uh, uh, diplomatic and, and political embarrassment uh, this week. Uh, you've got uh, you've got India uh, that's 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 pushing back away from us when Trump had brought tried to bring them into the fold and they were coming our way. Uh, China uh, in its influence over Russia and and uh, support for Russia. Uh, the Taiwan Straits, 
You got North Korea back at it again. Um, you got, and, and and that's just to name the highlights, John. And it's, I mean, it's that's 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 what can happen in just two years' time, when you have no foreign policy, and your Secretary of State uh, has no idea what he's doing, um, uh, unless and the only other alternative is he knows what he's doing, and this is willful. I mean, those are your two options. But whatever it is, it is bad policy. If you if you love this country, it really is. And so many people are beginning to worry just everyday people now talking about, geez, it feels like we're getting pushed around in a way that America never has been pushed around in our lifetime. And I think that's beginning to settle into the public consciousness. Want to flip to the Judiciary Committee where you do such important work. I know you've got an important subcommittee chairmanship that's going to work on some of these issues. Pretty extraordinary revelations about the FBI's fascination with the Catholic Church and its desire not only to view certain Catholics as extremist threats, those who go to Latin Mass or the traditional Old Mass, but also clear evidence in this intelligence bulletin that became public about a month ago that FBI agents were being encouraged to embed inside churches to try to flip sources, to get Catholics to spy on other Catholics. Your thoughts about the FBI and getting that close to the First Amendment right of free religion? Uh, I, I I think if if I could still be shocked after having been in Congress for a while, that this, this was one of the most shocking things that I've seen. I mean, it, it began, it, the revelations, as you say, talked about initially the um, going after Orthodox people in the Catholic Church. I mean, which which is in and of itself um, a, a ridiculous a ridiculous indictment of the FBI and its and its um, abrogation of First Amendment rights to to worship. But then when you start finding out that that it actually they were trying to actually move into infiltrate, etc. You you go what what is their purpose? Do they think that the, that if you are a, uh, a, a an Orthodox believing and practicing Catholic somehow that's anti-American? And uh, I just it gets back to my uh, my overarching theory that um, that the FBI has lost its way. It needs to actually, in my humble opinion, uh, if we're not going to totally defund it and eliminate it. Uh, and then if and, and and then keep only those areas that truly support state and local law enforcement uh, uh then then you've got to do a, a wholesale cleaning out of the FBI and uh that i this is so this is such disturbing news because you don't know what the full extent is but we do know that the DOJ and the FBI were spying for instance on parents and school boards too so so how broad does this go, and why is it that they are um, focusing so much on the religious and on those who um, have uh, a, a real sincere interest in, in preserving the, uh, their, their children's education? Yeah, it really is amazing. Just to do something that simple. In fact, there's a court ruling this week where teachers who were concerned about the indoctrination of children going too far in the school district, they've been ordered to pay $312,000 just for suing to try to stop children from being exposed to that. It seems as though disempowering everyday Americans against their government, whether at the local or the federal level, continues to grow on a daily basis. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. More with Andy Biggs right after this message. 
Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Do you think the debates that you've been able to prompt, the Judiciary Committee and the Weaponization Committee have been able to prompt, are beginning to sink and that Americans realize, hey, we own the government, the government doesn't own us? Is that dynamic starting to build up, I think, in the conversation? Um, I, I think so. Uh, I hope so. But I, I, I just here's the shocking part is um, I, I think on the right, people see it. And, and, and we're now the side that's very skeptical of government. You got the middle, John, that's always kind of sleeping and not really paying attention. They're just living their lives. But in the past, it had always been the the uh, left leaning liberals, not not totally radical leftists, but the left leaning liberals who actually would say their, their mantra in the 60s and 70s was question authority. You know, they didn't trust government. But now they have taken over the, the levers of government. And the and de- Democrats, who normally, I think, would have joined us in a, in a nonpartisan way to question this type of, of uh, overreach by uh, the state police apparatus, they're missing in action. And that, that's, that's a shocking thing and a huge change, and it's an actual, actually a very dangerous change because I think you used to see both parties that wanted to limit the, uh, 
the encroachment on rights by the government, but now it's just coming from our side. And and you get the FBI relying on on uh, these these crackpot groups like the Southern Poverty Law Center, um, who are designating out all these you know normal Americans practicing religion or free speech. They're saying they're hate groups, um, and the FBI's responding to that. That's that's really dangerous. It's a fascist authoritarian uh, turn. Yeah, there's no doubt. In fact, the intelligence memo calling Catholics who practice the Latin right mass extremists, some of the information came from SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center. There's also a lawsuit, I think, now challenging them for defamation for calling someone a, a hate group that says that they're not. So it seems like that group is starting to come into quite quite a bit of focus. So I want to talk about one other thing that keeps coming up with the FBI and oversight at the House Judiciary Committee. It's actually Alvin Bragg, more related, but law enforcement in general. Alvin Bragg sues Jim Jordan yesterday saying, I don't want you looking at my investigation of Donald Trump. Pretty good reasons for the House committee to do it. $5,000 in federal money was spent. Lots of federal issues involved in that case. Your reaction to Alvin Bragg? Oh, <laughs> what can you say about a guy uh, like Alvin Bragg? I mean, the, the reality is there's lots to say. So I'll just try to give you a couple quick points. First of all, um, I think the lawsuit against Jim Jordan uh, shows how incompetent he is. Um, it nails it down. If you had any doubts, having read the indictment, uh, against uh, President Trump, uh, that indictment, I've, I have not ever read an indictment so poorly drafted, crafted, um, that was so ambiguous and, and incompetent, quite frankly. So you throw that in the lawsuit, which got tossed, didn't get tossed, but he wanted a, a temporary restraining order um, uh, so that the Judiciary Committee could not interview in a deposition uh, by subpoena, uh, uh, an, an, uh, one of his former aides who had written a book about about his uh, attempt to try to get Bragg to go after Trump. All, it just shows to me that that Bragg is one incompetent, two, he is a hopeless partisan, and three, when you start looking at the data and statistics of of the crime rates since he's 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 been the DA and his soft on crime uh, policies in New York City, you just say, he's a mistake. Um, and I realize New York needs to to own their own mistake. But uh, the federal government does have a role here, because he's he got five, the $5,000 worth of RICO money, uh, the asset forfeiture money. But also, um, he's, he's also admitted that they received additional federal grants into his office. Amazing. Just amazing. A couple quick questions before we wrap up. I know you're real busy. The president today announced sweeping new environmental regulations designed to force people to buy an electric car, whether they can afford it or not, and whether the grid is ready or not. As you look out over this, I mean, there's been literally trillions of dollars have committed in the last couple of years by Joe Biden to clean energy. It seems as though the everyday American who's going to now have more expensive electricity, more expensive gas, more expensive cars, loses. Meanwhile, some of the biggest donors of the Democratic Party of the left are big benefactors of all of this government largesse pushing their clean energy industries beyond what the market's ready to accept. The dichotomy between the winning of Democratic donors and the losing of everyday Americans, it probably bothers you a lot, doesn't it? Uh, it, it really does. And um uh, and, and it speaks to something that that really disturbs me, John, and that is uh, the Democrats 
in Congress and the left, um, they, they, their religion is this uh, is the climate change religion, and they are so focused. Every policy uh, that you see, whether it's the, the woke policies of the military or the uh, the killing of the Keystone Pipeline and, and U.S. energy, it's all focused, John, on their their dogma, their religious dogma on climate change. They're so incredibly focused. And we we get so distracted with all kinds of things because there's so much going on, so many attacks across the board by the left. But never we should never forget that underlying everything, because every policy that they do, every institution that they've corrupted and taken over, uh, ultimately leads back to uh, remaking our economy um, in a way that it's going to that, that's going to allow facilitation of this radical green. Uh, uh, green project of theirs. And and so that's what I see happening. I'm not surprised that Biden would do this. It's now incumbent upon Congress to act and condemn that and um, start dismantling wherever we can uh, the Biden administration's attack on our economy uh, to propel their their dogma. Everyday Americans lose and fat cats win in this economy. Last but not least, Arizona has a lot of interesting politics going on. Still some lawsuits challenging the election. Sheriff Mark Lamb, a big advocate of tightening up the border, one of the great, I think, eyewitnesses to all the damage that the Biden policies have done. He throwed his hat in the ring for a Senate race. It sounds like Carrie Lake may throw her hat in. You're thinking about what's going on in the, below the radar of Arizona politics right now. Uh well, we've got those are they're both enticing and good candidates, uh, and it's going to be a Donnybrook. Um, I hope that that we have a, a peaceful primary where where we focus on on the 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 the, the policies and not personalities, and then we get a, a, the Republicans get a great candidate because I got to tell you, John, um, in 2024 there's five states that are really going to be key for the electoral college and. Uh, and for the presidential election. And we're going to have to, in Arizona, get our act together to make sure that Arizona goes uh, to the Republican nominee for president. And uh, so we need a real strong Senate candidate uh, who's going to uh, be able to help help that, uh, you know, our presidential candidate as well. Yeah, all eyes on Arizona. Once again, it's going to be the, one of the bellwethers of 2024. Congressman, it's always such an honor to have you on the show. We learned so much, and I know you got a lot of work ahead of you as we come back from the Easter break, but uh, great to have you on the show today and to learn so much. Thanks, John. It's always good to be with you. Appreciate it so much. You as well, sir. Thank you so much. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Congressman Warren Davidson, a lot to consider today about the Restrict Act. You probably haven't heard about it. We're going to get you up to speed on why there are many dangers to your civil liberties embedded within it. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. 
You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. So much going on in the world today, and there are some legislation that are passing through Congress or getting accelerated in Congress. A lot of folks don't know what's in it. One of those is the Restrict Act. On its face, people think, well, this is the answer to getting TikTok out of our kids' hands, but it is so much more comprehensive. It makes the Patriot Act perhaps look like a small law in comparison with some of the implications for privacy. I thought I would bring in one of the most educated members in the House on this bill. He's been leading the charge to educate us all about the bad things in the bill. He is Congressman Warren Davison from the great state of Ohio, and he joins us now. Congressman, great to have you back on the show. Yeah, great to join you always, John, and thanks for highlighting uh, the threat posed by the Restrict Act. Yeah, this is amazing, because on its face, everybody says, oh, well, this is good. We're going to get on top of this. We're going to get rid of TikTok. It's a danger to our society. Democrats are coming around. Great. But there's all these other provisions like you can't use VPN potentially, which is a great privacy protecting opportunity for great Americans to protect their security when they're online. Tell us about the things in this that don't have anything to do with restricting TikTok that could really jeopardize American privacy in the future. Yeah, I think, um, look, TikTok is the shiny object they're using. Uh, data privacy is the thing that you know people are scared about the, pr the privacy and security of their data. Um, this bill uses that as a foil, and fundamentally, it, it, to the extent there's a rule behind it, it basically says, just give us the same kind of power the Chinese Communist Party has to spy on their citizens, 
and we'll keep you safe. Uh, it is Orwellian in its scope. Uh, it, it basically gives um, a shield to FOIA laws. Uh, it, it, it gives the ability really with almost no due process whatsoever for somebody to be fined a million dollars and imprisoned for 20 years. Uh, and that's if they get caught violating things like downloading software that the government doesn't approve of, uh, as you highlighted, a VPN. Um, and it, 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 to be able to detect all this, you can spy on wireless networks, mobile networks, satellite payloads, satellite operations, cable access points, wireless access points, network systems, uh, edge computing platforms. You, you run the list any kind of way. If it's digitized and electronic, the government can spy on it. And then really with no notice to you, the government collects and uses this information and doesn't even give you the ability to, or somebody on your behalf to use FOIA to find out exactly what they're doing. Uh, it, it is uh, it is a domestic surveillance state bill. Yeah, and we're still learning about what the domestic surveillance state did just using the Patriot Act and Section 702. We're just coming to grips with, with that from the Russia collusion case forward. We've seen so many abuses now. And this would be, this is really on steroids. This would significantly expand the capability of the U.S. government to do both warrantless and warranted spying. There are some heavy hitters on this bill on both parties, right? You got Mark Warner on the Intelligence Committee chairman. You got Thune from the Republican leadership. You got Joe Manchin, Tom Tillis, uh, Lindsey Graham, Dick Blumenthal, Chuck Grassley. Why do you think these senators would get behind something and not appreciate its implications for everyday Americans' privacy? Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people saw Jesse Waters do an interview with Lindsey Graham, and it seemed like Lindsey Graham maybe didn't understand exactly what was in the bill or how the bill worked. Um, and so let's say there's some portion of those senators that, you know, yeah, I'm for banning TikTok, and they didn't really dig into the bills, uh, and they don't really understand it. Then there's another category, maybe the biggest category of people that, well, I kind of get that there could be some abuses, uh, but... But ultimately, I could get behind it because I think we have to keep the people safe and everything. So they're for it in spite of the risks and uh, implications of the bill. Uh, and then there are people like Mark Warner, the bill's sponsor and the chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee. He's for it and he drafted it because of the implications in the bill. Uh, and those are the really scary people. And that's frankly why I called for all 26 of them to repent. I think it's a sin. <laughs> Uh, to treat American citizens this way. And this thing hasn't even gotten a hearing. Uh, I, and that's the way we need to keep it. We need to make sure not only does the bill not move through Congress, we need to have vigilant oversight of the executive branch to make sure they don't move ahead and do things like this. Because when I had a bipartisan coalition with Zoe Lofgren of conservatives and progressives to try to block FISA reauthorization uh, in 2020, I, we met with Attorney General Barr, and at the time, he stated that the Patriot Act was a limitation on executive branch surveillance authority, not a grant of power. So there are Article II maximalists that want to do everything they can possibly do until Congress or the courts stop them. And I think that's the fear is this is already a tell of what's possible and what may be underway. 
you have served your country for a very long time. Long before you got in Congress, you served in the military. You were in Germany when the Berlin Wall fell. Some of the things that the government could potentially achieve through the Restrict Act are things that we would expect a Soviet, terroristic, attorney-driven government to do. Why does our government need to know so much more about us? Why do they want to be able to look at every nook and cranny in our life when most of us are just regular, everyday, law-abiding citizens? Yeah, that's a fair question, you know. Um, it, it, you know, just the same as why, why does the government need to look at everybody's bank account? Uh, why do we need 87,000 IRS agents? Everyone knows that it's not to go after millionaires and billionaires exclusively, and they certainly didn't go after millionaires and billionaires by targeting bank accounts that have $600 of activity in them. Um, you know, they're spying on us, i.e. everyone. And, you know, the, the people that say, I could go along with this in spite of the implications, you know, that's, that's the bulk of the people that supported or have continued to support the Patriot Act. They heard, you know, people uh, like, like Ron Paul and Dennis Kucinich back in the early 2000s say, there's a lot of risk here. I'm opposed to it. Um, and they went ahead and voted for it anyway. They've continued to support it because they do say, well, but we have to keep people safe. Right. But then there's people that are saying, look, this tool for coercion and control uh, is something that we can use to shape government. And you look at the bad actors, uh, all the abuses that people said could be possible happened in the Trump campaign. They spied on his campaign before uh, the election, during the election, after the election. They spied on his presidency. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think a lot of people fear that we, we are just at the tip of the iceberg of what's been done over the past six or seven years. Concurrent with that, over the past few years, we found out that all but a, a full admission of, of guilt that the CIA, if they didn't actually authorize uh, the assassination of JFK, they certainly were integrally involved with it, given the things that are already been made public. Uh, and the idea that you have an intelligence community that keeps getting funded with very little accountability behind it uh, you know, should appall people. And it, that's why, like, if you look at the omnibus path, the authorizations and everything that we try to put into effect, they never actually get done, never actually have teeth. Uh, and the last time real appropriations passed was in 05. Um, and, and so there's really very little new terms and conditions put to hold any of these people accountable. Yeah, no, it really is remarkable. While this is going on and you're trying to do an education Job to make sure the American people understand and your colleagues in the House and Senate understand. There's also the Section 702 renewal that's going to come up. A lot of your colleagues talking about putting new protections in at the FISA court so that the government can't snoop through Americans' records without a better cause and without maybe better protections like an advocate, a secret advocate that sits there. Do you think that those reforms are likely to get through the House? Well, I certainly hope so. Um, you know, the House for sure. But look, there's a bipartisan coalition that loves all this surveillance state stuff. The good news is there's a bipartisan coalition that can't stand it. And so if you go back to 2020, uh, Zoe Lofgren and I, uh, progressive from California, I'm a conservative from Southwest Ohio, um, we, we worked together and, and we had a, a coalition going through Judiciary Committee when uh, Nancy Pelosi wanted to reauthorize part of the Patriot Act, the Section 215 Business Records Act, the idea that if you've somebody's got a record of your uh, information, like AT&T on your cell phone, for example, um, or MasterCard on your credit card purchases, 
then uh, you, you have no expectation of privacy. The intelligence community, law enforcement community can ask for anything they want without a warrant or a subpoena. Um, we had a, a, an effort that was going to fully amend Section 702, uh, repeal the 215 business records provision and other things. Uh, and because we had the votes to f make our bill an amendment uh, to the bill that Pelosi and Adam Schiff were pushing through, uh, Speaker Pelosi pulled the bill. It never went through committee process. Uh, and and so she couldn't get the votes to do it the way that the body of the House is supposed to work. Um, nevertheless, you know, here we are. The good news is 215 uh, did expire. The bad news is Barr said, this is nothing. We're going to do whatever we want until you make us not. And and we haven't made them not uh, with appropriations or a court ruling or anything else. Um, now, Pramila Jayapal, a progressive from Washington State, and I have a similar coalition uh, of progressives and conservatives, and we're working together to um, make sure that we do just that on 702, that if we can't fully repeal the Patriot Act, we can radically alter it so that it truly is a restriction on the power of the executive branch, not a grant of authority. Yeah, uh, that would be a big game changer for all Americans. There's an unusual moment, and you have been, I think, at the center point of a lot of this, where there is a lot of agreement and crossover with Democrats on these issues of privacy. Sometimes their leadership gets in the way, but there are a lot of Democrats and Republicans that feel the same when it comes to civil liberties, and I think they're tired of seeing the abuses. Is that enough of a coalition to start to begin to tip the debate in Congress, which has been, you know, for most of the last 20 years, controlled by the leadership, right? Leadership wouldn't really let a lot of this squeeze out of the toothpaste tube. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. You know, when Paul Ryan was speaker, he basically did the same kinds of things Nancy Pelosi did and prevented amendments. I mean, I've had a basic amendment uh, that, that did eventually make it through the House uh, that just said, hey, if you access the database without authorization, and there are tons of people who are authorized to access these databases uh, without, a, without a warrant or subpoena, but nevertheless, it is accessed inappropriately by people at, at, at certain times. Uh, we just want a report of who accessed it and what disciplinary action happened uh, so that we can hold people accountable. We, they won't even tell us. Uh, they, they, they're reluctant to even acknowledge that it ever happens. And I'm like, no, there's, there's reasons. You know, you didn't adequately train somebody. Somebody, you know, crossed the line and did something inappropriate, maybe looked up an old uh, uh, friend from high school or, uh, you know, uh, ex-relationship or whatever. Uh, and... Uh, you know, maybe that's uh, disciplinary action in, internally. Maybe that's termination. Some of it crossed the line and has to result in prosecution. No one's ever been prosecuted for breaking the law on this at all. And we, we know that it has happened. Uh, and, and so there's no accountability there. Uh, and, and the good news is there is enough of a coalition now to make us have those debates. And uh, with the reforms that we worked with Speaker McCarthy, both before the speaker vote and during that highly visible week that ultimately led to him being selected as speaker, we have a much more uh, open process through rules. So we are going to be able to amend whatever bill comes to the floor. And through committee with Jim Jordan leading judiciary, uh, I feel like, and, and with a dedicated committee on weaponization of government, I feel like we're going to get a fair hearing through uh, the markup process. So I'm hopeful we can get some real reform out of this, and I hope it stays bipartisan. Right now, I'm encouraged by the number of progressives 
and, and sort of left libertarian members of Congress that are joining Republicans, more libertarian members and more conservative members to say, you know, we've got to rein in the government on this. Yeah, that's such an important moment for civil liberties. I don't think Americans understand just how gravely endangered liberties we've taken for granted for 246 years are in this new environment. I want to turn to the issue of accountability because you are a champion of it in a town that often tries to sweep accountability under the rug. The Pentagon has failed five, six, seven, eight audits in a row now. They're probably the only federal agency that does it. And yet there's never been a consequence. They just keep getting more money and they have the same excuse every time. I know you want to change that dynamic. You've put together some very constructive ideas for how to do that. Tell us a little bit about what you think of doing it with the amendment to the NDA and its chances of actually becoming law. Yeah, uh, look, I'm glad people are paying attention to the fact that the Department of Defense, uh, the you know, this is a huge agency. We give them $850 billion. It's not quite as big as what we spend through Health and Human Services. So Health and Human Services is the largest uh, federal department, but right after that is uh, is the Department of Defense. Uh, we keep increasing their budget despite their ability to pass an audit, and no one's held accountable. So uh, they've been vindicated in saying, you know, uh, the excuses work. And the reality is anyone can find an excuse. Leaders find a way. We need a Department of Defense that's all about leadership and accountability. If anyone should set the example for that, it should be the military leadership uh, in the Department of Defense. And so uh, I've put forward a bill that I think will get everyone's attention and address the second issue, which is any year that the Department of Defense does not pass an audit, uh, the general officer corps is shrunk by 10%. So we have, you know, uh, six to 900 generals, whether you're talking active duty, reserve guard, you know, over 600 active duty generals right now. Uh, And so that's like the one general per 2000 troops. Uh, It it is a small uh, ratio and we used to have a bigger ratio. So if you look at the officer corps uh, back when we won World War II, uh, we had one officer per 30 enlisted soldiers Uh, Today, we've got one officer per nine enlisted soldiers. You need an officer to manage nine people. Uh, And so when you you look at this, clearly we can address the top-heavy nature of the military with this bill. Uh, But fundamentally, we have to bring accountability to the Department of Defense if we're going to maintain popular support uh, for the needs to, to fund the military. Yeah. Sticking with the Pentagon, these leaks... That have occurred. It's not clear whether they occurred at the Pentagon or if they occurred downstream from the Pentagon at a briefing overseas. But at the end of the day, the Pentagon's responsible for putting in the procedures that protect documents and classified information, no matter where it's shared, no matter how it's done. The Pentagon spent a lot of time in the last year speaking about pronouns and critical race theory and a lot of ideological, philosophical things unrelated to fighting wars or protecting security. No matter how this situation comes out, in the leak of the documents, does there need to be a greater focus on securing information inside the Pentagon and elsewhere in the Intel Committee? Yeah, look, uh, the, the Intel Committee, it, it, let's say Department of Defense was run perfectly uh, and laser focused on all the right things. They still need to be able to pass an audit. Uh, but we know they're not focused. We know they're distracted with everything in the world, whether it's pronouns or uh, wars that aren't our obligation to fight or win. Uh, We need to focus on the real lethal threats to our country. The hope is the only good explanation for these leaked documents is that they were intentionally leaked. 
but, you know, there's a lot of suspicion that that's not the case. Uh, the reality is we don't have any information, public or private, from the department of, uh, from the executive branch. So the legislative branch needs that briefing. We need that information. And ultimately, we need to know that there's an honest investigation. But the idea we haven't even found who leaked the Supreme Court decision over at the Supreme Court, let alone who leaked classified information. So I don't think this administration takes this information uh, very seriously. And no one's been held account for failure after failure in the administration. So uh, at some point, Congress has to do that with the power of the purse. Yeah, well, that is where your role and influence has been so great. You put a lot of great ideas on the table for accountability, things like cutting the budget if you don't pass your audit or making sure that there are protections and civil liberties. We don't pass more civil liberty infringements in the name of getting rid of TikTok. We're so lucky you're on the front line, sir, and great opportunity to chat with you. Thanks so much for the time. Yeah, always an honor, John. Thank you, and God bless you and your listeners. You as well, sir. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Report. So grateful you can join. A big thank you to everyone who listens, who shares the podcast, who goes out and educates their colleagues using the information that we try to give you. We don't want to make up your mind. We simply want to give you facts that may not be in your purview so that you can be more educated, be more engaged in citizenry in this United States. That's what Just the News, John Solomon reports, Just the News, No Noise, a television show is all about. And before we go today, I just want to make a pitch for three things. If you like Just the News and you want to get a newspaper in your email inbox every morning, you just sign up for our daily newsletter. How do you do that? You go to justthenews.com slash newsletter, sign up. It shows up in your box every day around 7 a.m. Eastern time, top 30, 40, 50 stories of the day, right at your fingertips. So you can do a quick read before you go to work or at leisure during breakfast. The second thing that is fun is that we have created apps for your smartphones and your tablets. There's one for the iOS Apple devices. You get that in the Apple Store. There's another one for Android devices that you get in the Google Play Store. Just the news apps, easy to download. Hundreds of thousands of Americans are downloading them. Go check it out. You can read, watch, or listen. It has three different experiences in the Just the News world. Our television shows and video, that's the watch experience. Listen, our podcasts like this, John Solomon Reports, and many of the other good ones, and our reading, which is the main stories. We do anywhere from 40 to 100 stories a day, and so you get to have some long-form reading if you want as well. And then the final thing you can do, I've been saying this for a few months now, and this is a really true statement. It leaves me awake at night sometimes. We have more whistleblowers coming in from the Biden administration, from the federal government, from city governments, police departments, law enforcement agencies, state agencies, telling us about wrongdoing, abuses in government, abuses of your tax dollars, abuses of your civil liberties. We don't have enough reporters to process all of them. We have to kind of pick and choose. I don't want to leave any important whistleblower allegation unturned. I want to get to all of them and we can evaluate them. Not all of them are going to be true. Some of them are going to be fakes or don't turn out to be what they seem to be. But I'd like to hire four more reporters to just process these extraordinary amount of information that's flowing in. And so we've created a special program called the VIP Subscriber Club. Just the News VIP Club, every month you get a one-hour meeting with me, a town hall, I call it, where I answer your questions. You submit the questions, I answer them. You get to hang out with me for an hour. Sometimes we deal with 90 minutes because the questions are so good and I want to spend more time answering them. And you also get an ad-free experience. No ads, no autoplay videos, no pre-roll ads. You get the Just the News 
website in an ad-free experience, which is also really pretty fun and cool. And again, we love our advertisers, but if you want an ad-free experience, you can get all of that for $4.99 a month or $44.99 a year. So for the less of a good restaurant meal for a year or less than a burger a month, you'll be able to join the club, get those benefits, hang out with me, get the Q&A sessions, the town halls. But more importantly, every dollar from that is going to go towards hiring four more reporters. We want to try to get that done by this summer because the crush of whistleblower allegations, the crush of investigative stories that we need to do getting bigger and bigger and bigger by the day. All right. Those are the three thoughts I wanted to leave you. Newsletter, justthenews.com slash newsletter. If you want to go get the apps, they're in the iOS, Apple store and in the Google Android, Google Play store. And if you want to join the VIP subscriber club, you go to justthenews.com slash subscribe, justthenews.com slash subscribe. Three ways to get engaged. And also, if you want to help out a little bit to make Just the News a little bit bigger, make it a bigger community and get some more of those whistleblower concerns that are out there for all of us who care about our government. All right, that wraps up today's show. May God bless you. May God bless this extraordinary country of the United States, as he always has. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Hey, folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, 
Thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. 